From the Presidium Podcast, this is Quick Cuts. We are discussing Netflix's series, Love, Death, and Robots. Yes. This is Tim. This is Dustin. I have seen all the episodes at least once, and some of them I've seen two or three times. So I have, to go, I have to go back and restart them. I would like to go back. I've only I've only seen the entire season once. Oh, that's interesting. Sorry, I'm looking at the list of best to worst episodes. So one of the references we have in front of us is the Vulture article dated March 26, 2019 by Scott Meslow. I'm assuming Scott is a he. <laughs> Scott ranked the episodes in his favorite order from least favorite to most favorite. And Dustin, I'm already mad about it. Dustin is reading it now, and he's not happy with Scott's <laughs> listings. So, Love, Death, and Robots, for those... I've actually talked to quite a few people that have not seen this series. What is the series? This, uh, what? It's a series. This time, it's a series. It's an anthology series with different episodes that are around, what, average 10 minutes? Because some are, some are like 15 minutes, some are like 5 range minutes. range from 6 to 17 minutes. Yeah, okay. But they're all animated, so some are computer generated and i think they use and i don't know this for sure so maybe you know tim the animation engine they use is utilized in a lot of video games like triple a video games. it felt that way yeah there's a couple that really feel like you're you're kind of watching a cut scene from halo or something halo 7 or whatever the new and each of the 18 episodes is created by a different animation team. It's not the same people doing all 18 episodes. And you episodes. can tell. Right. And that's the nice thing about it was there's a lot of variety. It's also, well, it's produced by David Fincher. David Fincher and who's the other one? There's two. Tim Miller. Are the oh, two, okay. there, yeah. there are several producers, but those are the two that everyone yeah, those are the biggies. talks about. And you could tell, like at the very beginning, I said, oh, this is David Fincher inspired. <laughs> Some graphic, graphic violence and graphic sex right off the bat. That's usually a hallmark of David Fincher. Um, One thing in doing research is when Netflix brings the the series up to you, there are four different sequences that you may be getting because there there isn't there's there is no proper order to watch them because they're oh, completely independent. I didn't know that. So there are four different playlists that when you get into Netflix, it will show you one of those four. That's so the cool. series the the sequence that you watch them in may not be the same sequence I watched them in. See, that's interesting because one of my complaints to you after I finished watching it, if you remember, yes. was that I felt like the series needed to be framed by some sort of... Because I felt like the episode I got at the end was not an ending episode. Like, yes. Do you remember which one you had as your last? I had the one where it's the Russian uh, war. Hold on, let me see. Uh, it is called... I just saw it. It's the, the secret war, where it's the Russians in World War II, and they're fighting those demon things that get released from the ground. Do you remember that one? It yes, looks like yes. Call of Duty, but there's like, they're like shooting these demon creatures. I'm just trying to remember which one. And then my first, the first one I got was um, the one where they have the, the animal fighters, where they get in those mech suits and fight in the arena. And then there's that lesbian sex scene. Yeah, I'm, I forget I'm, what it was I'm called. I'm bringing up my Netflix so I can see what sequence they showed them to me in. But that's that's how my experience was framed. Uh, Sunny's Edge was the one I got first, but then it was like incapped by the Secret War, which didn't make sense to me when I watched it. But then I didn't know that, like what you just said, was kind of a random. But it is science fiction for those who haven't seen it. It's heavy science fiction with a little bit of humor and horror elements first into it. There's one episode. I don't know if you remember this one, Tim. 
that they're fighting essentially Dracula, but he's kind of a monster version of Dracula in the yes. caves. Yeah. No, it was in the pyramids, wasn't it? Wasn't it in Egypt? No, he was down. They were in like the crypt underneath. I think it was supposed to be Dracula's castle. Yeah. But it felt like an archaeological. Dig. Yeah, it was. It was like an art. Yeah, they were digging up, and then they find his tomb or whatever it is, and he. At first, you see him come out, and he's in human form, but then he turns into like a monster creature. Whoa! Fast and Furious outside. If you heard that. Apparently, we saw the same list because mine started with Sunny's Edge yep. and ended with The Secret War. Yeah. So. I wonder what the odds are of getting differently. I guess 25%. Yeah, 25. <laughs> <laughs> Assuming they give equal equal representation across all four lists. All right, so we'll start with this before we get into this awful Vulture article because I'm already kind of irritated, but then I'm kind of not irritated by the end of it. What did you like about it, Tim? I like the different animation styles. Yeah. I thought it was an interesting way to tell different stories. One of the things as I was watching it and seeing the video game-like animation that was almost realistic, photorealism, but it was it's still, it's still obviously animation. Yeah, yeah. Was that I wish the big companies like Disney and Pixar and who else does Sony? Sony. Who, who does Sony the, animation. Who does the Ice Age? Is that Sony? I think that's Sony. Or is that, does DreamWorks still do? Are they still doing it? And DreamWorks or still does some. Um, they didn't do Iceworks or Ice Age. Anyway, I think it's Sony then. That I felt cheated that the big companies aren't using some of those type of graphics. That all of theirs is still very simplistic. Or, dif- or differentiating. Yes. You know? Like you said, the different animation styles. It'd be weird to have a movie, an animated movie from Disney that's, say, computer animated but looks like it's hand-drawn in some aspects. Like, you won't get that. It's either going to be one or the other. Whereas this, you got a whole gamut of cartoonish-looking people. You got realistic CGI. You got, yeah. Yeah, the whimsical yogurt Yeah, that one was funny. I liked that one. That was funny. To the, like you said, there's a lot of sex and violence. I did feel that it was very... I think it's too much. It was very heavy on the war and dystopia. Yeah, it was. I feel feel like I'd seen all of those stories before. Yeah. There are very few that had an interesting twist or a novel storytelling version of it. Uh, This is a topic for another day, I guess, but do you feel that sci-fi in general has exhausted some of those storylines at this point? Because we're still seeing kind of the same stuff. They just are replicating them in some way. I mean, sci has been around. I think that's a fair assessment. And that's what this felt like. It was like some of the themes were tired, it felt, but they were just repurposed in this kind of new glossy package. The one with the shapeshifters, that episode, felt like a video game. Yeah, that one was very... Both in terms of story and graphic style. It's interesting. I'm not a big video game player. Yeah. I I grew up playing Pac-Man and Defender, so my... You're old school. I'm old school. And the new ones I get um, headaches from. Because I I can't do Minecraft or any of the ones where the first person... Yeah, yeah, I I, get that. I get motion sick watching those. Though I can ride roller coasters and do everything else. But the, the video games just don't work for me. So knowing that that's the style of animation that's in video games, those felt like I was watching video games. And the Shapeshifters was one that felt like that could be an introduction to a video game. Yeah. There's more in there. They're, they're, they're video game cutscenes. Yes. That one that one definitely felt like that. Some of the others were better. But I found I did like that story in that one. That was an interesting story. See, I didn't care for that one. I don't know why. Did you feel like it had been done before? I don't. Yeah, I don't know. I just didn't. I just, I don't know. I didn't care for that one. That was one of mine that I put lower in the list. 
I don't know. I don't know why. <laughs> other ones, I, I was, other, I other ones were just better. I don't know. I guess, like I said, I've only seen these once, so it's I'm still basing it on my initial watch. But that one wasn't. That one didn't really grab me. And it might be like you just brought up. It felt very Call of Duty. Like I was watching a cutscene from Call of Duty, and Call of Duty for me is tapped out. I don't. I don't care for it. Have when I play been. when I play video games, which is rare, it's like an event. I'm, I'm gonna play this video game. Generally, I lean towards titles that I'm used to. Like uh, I love Fallout. I'm more the older I get, more story driven, like narrative driven games. So I like a lot of psychological horror games out that are more story driven, as opposed to just shoot each like first person shooter games. Before Dawn was really good. That was a very that was a heavy narrative where it's kind of walking around, but it's it felt like you're playing a movie, which a lot of these and that and if you ever saw that animation, you would say, "Oh, this reminds me of right." So yeah. having coming from these with no expectations or experience in video games, I found them interesting to watch, just yeah. because of I had I have not been exposed to that type of animation in that dosage before. So yeah. I found it interesting. No, it's it's definitely interesting. The one thing I do, I think the thing that I like about it the most is that it shows people that we can still tell stories in a condensed fashion. I like short stories and I like short story cycles, like reading them because it's, oh, it's over and you go to the next one. This is what it felt like. So I enjoyed it in the film format of just getting kind of vignettes of, it was almost Hemingway-esque where you just got like a snapshot of something, but you knew the story, you knew where they are, it ended, you were done. It wasn't this huge... Now I have to watch 15 more to figure out where she came from. It doesn't matter. The story's over. And that's what I liked most about it. And hopefully people take hints and say, oh, we can tell stories by throwing by throwing the viewer in the action instead of starting in this kind of buildup and then trying to, oh, you should have watched this episode to know what's going on now because you have to know who her mother is. No, you don't need any of that. Just tell the story and be done with it. And doing research for this, one interview... I read with Fincher was one of their goals was to try to break the mold of TV episodes. Yeah. Where it's 24 minutes or 48 minutes, depending on a half hour or how long. And he's like, let's let the creators tell the story in the amount of time they need to tell the story mm-hmm. versus forcing them to fill a time period with their story. Yeah, so which is admirable. How, so that's how we end up with... And you're six, allowed to get six, seventeen minutes. That's that's as long as the creators thought they needed to tell their story. Yeah, and they do tell some pretty concise and complete stories in that period of time. Yeah, I agree. And and, and you can get away with that with Netflix because Netflix, Netflix and Hulu and kind of the streaming with the original content, not Hulu, but I guess Hulu has original content. But like Amazon Prime, you can get away with that stuff. Whereas you wouldn't you wouldn't be able to do that with a major motion picture cinema maybe maybe you could do an anthology i don't know that in, in doing more research on this oh <laughs> fincher and miller i think it's primarily miller back in the early 2000s maybe late 2000s yeah they were they had the licensing to uh heavy metal and they were uh-huh. working on a theatrical release based on the heavy metal movie yeah but with new animation and new stories and they ended up taking so long that the the rights they lost the rights and it went to rodriguez oh yeah who i think is sitting on them right now based on them wanting to do heavy metal you start realizing 
that is a major influence in yeah. the series. Yeah. Because it's love, death robots, there's a lot of sex. So if you watch the heavy metal. Uh-huh. A lot of gore. A lot of gore, a lot of sex. So this does feel... Once, it's, oh, once I saw this, I was like, this makes more sense as they could have done this as a th- theatrical release and just had an anthology with maybe some like a bookend, an umbrella covering the whole thing. You know it would be a neat concept is if you had the rights to something like Love, Death, and Robots as a major studio and you would show these little vignettes before major movies, but you wouldn't tell the audience which ones you're showing. So then in public, people would say, well, which one did you see? And then it would almost be a marketing like scheme theater, to get each people. Would it have a different one? Or yeah. Time you saw it, it'd be di- each, each, if I went to go see. You might get a different one than I would. Times, right. I might see five different yeah, episodes. So. Which would be pretty neat. And then obviously you'd release them at some point on Blu-ray or whatever. Yeah. But that'd be a neat marketing concept to grab some of those people that are interested in that kind of thing. we've talked about that before. Because they, they used to do it. They at should theater, they, yeah. the theaters. I and mean, Disney does that with some of theirs by having Pixar, a short, yeah. have a Pixar short. How come more movies aren't bringing in yeah. shorts before them? Right. Very neat. All right. Because they could have done the 20-minute Captain Marvel as a prequel or a, a short before Endgame. Or you could do like... But then they would have made a billion dollars. So. Yeah, you're right. Or they could do like um, before the Marvel movie. I don't know why I'm def- trying to help Marvel out right now, but before the Marvel <laughs> movie, you do like... Well, they're, they're, they're limping along. I don't know much, how much longer they'll stay in business. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. They need to call me, so I tell them. They could do, instead of, like, they shoot, what, Black Panther was four hours, I think, the original cut. Use some of that bonus material and just make it like a side story with all those side characters that we didn't need and show that for like, oh, here's a 10 minute of whatever, Black Panther's sister buildings, and I don't know. You could do little vignettes like that. But then you and it's still within ma- that then, universe. But then you just added this bonus material. Yeah, to right. the, TV, the Blu-ray, know. and people buy it. So I know. You release the movie, then six months later you release the movie with bonus footage. <laughs> right. And the director's cut. Right. And then the Platinum Edition. Whatever. I'm, I'm trying to help people. That might be something they have to do to start bringing people back into the theaters is yeah. showing shorts again. Yeah, just to keep interest. Now when they start doing this, I'm going to be mad because I'm saying, well, that was my idea. Thanks a lot, phone, for listening to me again. <laughs> um, so, Tim, do you feel that, in your opinion, as an old curmudgeon, that the that there was any level of gratuitousness to it? Was some of the violence and sex too much? No, but as an artist, I'm... It was all I'm necessary. Big, I'm big into letting people express. Yeah, I am too. And, and not censoring people if they felt the 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 sex scene. Because which one is it? When but that's not gra- that's not gratuitous. Like gratuitous is it's not needed. I get like yeah nudity, right, but then there's there was, a level where it's like, do you need it? I'm trying to remember there's which episode it was. Oh, where they're in space. When they're in space. I thought that one was a little much. It went not on, that I care. I, yeah, wait. It went on a bit long. It, it ventured into uncomfortable, as if they were just wanting to make like a CGI porn movie. Right, because like, it was a long scene of them there's a lot of butt thrusting and yeah, yeah. <laughs> CGI breast jiggling. <laughs> it's like I don't know if I whatever. I I felt some of it might have been just for the sake, but it's, it's it didn't bother me. Like oh, shut it off. It, is is it trying to expand and push? Netflix? It's Netflix. It, Netflix. Yeah, it's well, Netflix. but with Netflix, I don't think they had any input on the creative story or content. So if the original if the the person who wrote the story yeah, had yeah. that in there, but Netflix didn't say take it out. No. I'm not saying it impacted the my viewing experience. I just, some of it, I was like, I some of it feels like you're just doing it to do it. There was there was a bit of that where 
Let's I remember see, like let's, the, see, let's see how far we can push the it. first episode I watched. I remember thinking, "Are you going to do the CGI breasts?" Yep, they did it because right <laughs> when I thought it, there. Yep, and they, it was all. It was, there's the one. There's the one with the animated penises. That one was weird too. The Hitler one, where they had the weird Hitler orgy, and then they had um, there was like a weird cartoonish guy, and the the space aliens hypnotized him, and then he got an erection, and they like showed it. It was like a cartoon erection. It went bang, and it made that noise bang. I thought that's that, funny, but <laughs> I, I did binge watch all of these all at once. They all started blending together by watching because it's. See, I watched. I broke them all up. I think it took me about a week. Yeah, I watched because we'd watch them. I watched them all in one night, so I'm, I'm like. We would watch like two or three which at a time. Space one was that? Yeah, because there were a lot of space ones. Yeah. All right. Speaking of Tim, do you want to start with your least favorite, or do you want to start with your favorite, or do you want to just blend I, with the Vulture article here? I didn't really rank them. Because I, I, didn't either, I, I was but... watching them for the first time just to enjoy them. I didn't go back and analyze the the ones I I enjoyed the most from just watching was the I'm bringing up the list so I can remember. Oh, the dump! I didn't like the dump. I like the dump. <laughs> well, <laughs> I liked where it was going. I don't like where it ended up. The 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 blob. Yeah. The blob. I, no, I, I liked I was... it at the beginning. I liked the animation, but then it was I don't know. Yeah. I liked where it was going. The I liked I liked. I liked when the yogurt took over. I did, to, I did like that one because it was unexpected, and it was very lighthearted. Yes, I liked that one. I liked Lucky Thirteen. I did not like that one. Again, I, I feel like that one felt like a video game to me. Like I was watching a cutscene. It felt like Halo. Remember, I don't play video games. I know, games, but so. yeah, I just wanted a little more than. Yeah, I did not like that one. What's the one with Topher in it? Ice Age. I. I liked, on, I liked Ice Age. I did, but I wanted. I'm torn on the ending. And in the Vulture article, they talk about that it. It felt like it was unfulfilled. That the ending, just kind of dropped, just left you. Yeah, but not really, because the whole point of it was the cycle of. It made the argument that the universe is cyclical. In that theory, the people in the ice box evolved, turned into whatever universal beings or whatever. But then as the universe recycled itself, you would essentially, in theory, have the same. But it wasn't the same because the way we think of it, people were not eating dinosaurs because the dinosaurs were long dead, so it was kind of altered, the second universe right. they were looking at. And is it the same every day, or does it does, yeah, I don't does, know. does it evolve right. differently based on things that happen in that in that society? Yeah, could they, like, reach in and but manipulate the But then when they're the watching society? the guys are on the... On the, on the, on the construction being going oh there are the oh yeah they the, see him yeah which when you start thinking about it when you realize how fast time is going in the ice box would they have no would they, be, would they have been <laughs> no seen? <laughs> unless it was slowed down yeah, yeah no no but it's I, I liked it oh that was interesting in the beginning one why is that ancient refrigerator in the apartment you're leasing and two why did he put ice in red wine yeah, that was funny. <laughs> He's pouring red wine and, and he put ice in it. Like, you don't put some ice. people. Some people drink ice in wine. I wouldn't know. I I understand that, but no. No, I know. I I agree with you, but yeah. Because red wine, you're not even supposed to chill. It's supposed to be what 60, 64, 65, something like that. Yeah, it's supposed to be aerated and yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever. What's your least favorite? My least. So wait. Favorite? So what's your favorite? What's one that I would say, Tim? Let's watch this one right now, and you tell me why you like it. Um, I mean, these could obviously change if you yeah. watch it again, but 
right now. I'm in the mood for when the yogurt took over. I'm I'm in the mood for something funny and just that would be that would be one that I'd say this is Tim, which which I'll bring up in our next episode <laughs> oh, okay. of, of my of my new category gotcha. of movies. Okay, that I would do when the yogurt took over. Yeah, I liked that one. It was funny. It was a popcorn. It was a popcorn um, movie. The other funny one that I liked a lot was oh crap! It was one of the early ones that I watched. Oh, Not I the like, Hitler one. What was the one oh, with the Japanese the spirit fox? Yeah, the fox. Oh, three robots. I thought that one was funny. Where they find all the cats. Yeah, three robots. That about, one was three, funny. That one was refreshing when it started off. Yeah. It, it, it made me smile. You liked the fox one? I I actually liked it. Um, what was what was the title of that one? I'm trying uh, to crap. Good hunting. I liked that one because it was a blend of Chinese folklore and like steampunk. Yeah, it was. Very, it did have the steampunk element I liked, going on. At first, I didn't know how to feel about it, but then by the end, I thought that was pretty. That was that one was pretty original. I thought. I forget the name of that actual spirit. That's an actual real. That's a Chinese. Yes. I forget it though. I just read about it the other day because I was reading about which we'll talk about in our next episode. I was reading about Japanese folklore and, and Chinese folklore. I did not like... See, this one, this Vulture one is ranking these and as number three, Helping Hand, which was like the... I felt it was just Gravity. The movie Gravity, where she's floating around space by herself. I'm like, I don't... This isn't really that original. And, she has to rip her arm off, which that was cool. But if you think about it, she has to... So, spoiler alert, we're talking. Yeah. So, she throws her glove... She, right, she to propel her herself. Back. And throws it forward. The act of pulling her hand back should have, should have sent her backwards, and then throwing her her glove forward. It, it that's it, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, it, it, I didn't. She's pulling her hand back again. To I throw didn't. It, I didn't care for that. Her. It felt like gravity. I was like, oh, it's gravity. And I think and I think in the Vulture, and I didn't like Scott the does mention the gravity. Oh yeah, it says right here. Quote: Yes, it sounds a lot like gravity. The helping hand distinguishes itself with a teeth-gritting, stomach-churning solution. So, it's gravity, except she rips her arm off. Right. It right. breaks her arm I, off. Yeah, yeah, because she freezes it. Yeah, I didn't care for that one. It ranks it high. All right. Uh, the Witness. You liked The Witness, or you did not like The Witness? I liked Scott, The Scott Witness a lot. As, as last. As last. I liked The Witness a lot, actually. I don't know why why he ranked it so low. Worst quality. Oh, here we go. Worst qualities, quote, gratuitous nudity, tons of sexualized, did I say nudity? Gratuitous nudity, tons of sexualized violence, and an ending that's as confusing as it is pointless. I don't know that it's confusing. Yeah, I don't know. That animation, I loved the animation in that one. Yes, and I, and I like that whole mystery of him chasing her down the street. Yeah, and then it reverses. And then the last scene where they switch it, it's like, that was an interesting take on it. Yeah, I liked I liked that one I a didn't, lot. I, I didn't really see that coming. I wasn't, no. I wasn't. I don't know I wasn't why. trying to guess where I was going. I, just, I was enjoying the story, so I didn't try. I don't to know why you put that one last. Then he had shapeshifters of seventeen, which yeah, I didn't care for that one. The dump is sixteen. Ice Age is fifteen, which I liked. Ice Age. Secret Wars fourteen. Secret Wars all right. So one that I enjoyed. And I don't know if you like this one, but I know I was talking to some of my students in class about it, and they hated this one. Was Fish Night? Did you like that? I one? I like that one. I the ending was confusing, and that. Were they, they, the creatures floating in? The, they were in, ghosts. Were ghosts? Were going through them, but then the shark, <laughs> shark ate, ate him. him. <laughs> I think so, that's supposed to be the quote unquote twist ending. Oh, twist! Yeah, it's it's a twist. <laughs> um, 
I liked the the animation was very uh, what was that Keanu Reeves movie? Oh crap, 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 crap. Where it looks like it's hand drawn, but it's actual actors. It bombed, man. I can't remember the movie now. I liked the animation, and I liked that was one that felt almost I would say H.P. Lovecraft esque, where like H.P. Lovecraft there'd always be some kind of bizarre incident like that happening that's kind of out of the ordinary but not quite just what we think of as ghosts because the point here's the plot they break down in the desert and he's the it's one, two salesmen yeah and the one's talking salesman. about how the desert used to be an ocean back in the day and then they talk about how if the ghosts of humans are floating around and what happens and so spoiler they, they, alert they, they fall asleep in the car yeah and then he sees like the ghosts of the ocean and they get out and it's kind of a neat i don't know it's a neat concept um, based on like Earth's past, and yeah, if there, if all these things die and turn to ghosts, you would have like ghost fish flying around or whatever else. But and I um, think the point was that they're out in the middle of nowhere with yeah, they, the, the, this stuff does they're happen. isolated. This stuff exists, but we just don't see it because we're so, so yeah. busy wrapped up in. Society. I liked I liked that one though. I did but, too. Um, yeah. Then I had Sucker of Souls, which is the Dracula one. That one was eh, all right. Alternate histories was Hitler. Um, when the yogurt took over was ten. I would have ranked that higher, actually. Lucky 13 was 9. Blah. Sunny's Age was 8. I don't, I'm torn on that Sunny's Edge one where they're fighting monsters. And then she like gets her head ripped off. I don't, I don't know about that one. Blind Spot. Blind Spot. Which one was that? Uh, the picture of this in the article doesn't give you a good indication of... Cyborgs robbing convo. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I did not like that one. It felt like Fast and Furious... That was the one that was like Fast and Furious where they were robbing the truck that was driving. Yes. I, yeah, I didn't care for that one. Because that one was one and, that was like... And then they were just downloads. Yeah, it, so it, it, it didn't it matter. Did, or didn't it, yeah. Yeah, I didn't but like But they failed one. to tell the one, the new person on the crew, yeah. oh, by the way, it's okay if we die. Yeah, I didn't like that one. It, I did, it, I now, it, it felt like a Saturday morning cartoon. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. and a... It and didn't adult really... Way. That was one of those that I kind of wanted it to be over. I, that was fun. Yeah, to go when, to the when next one. When it was one. over, like, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm done. Uh, six, they have is Beyond the Aquila Rift. I, I did like that one, actually. They're the in space, long... and they go through the black hole or whatever it right. is. Yeah, yeah, That had That was one with the long... Yeah, that one was long. Long sex scene, too. Yeah, but it was a long... That was a longer episode, I think. Three Robots was good. Good Hunting is number four. That one was good. Helping Hand, nah, I don't agree with that one. Number two is Suits, where they're the mech warriors fighting those creatures. I liked that one. It was interesting. I don't know if I liked it at number two. I liked it because it was nice character development. Yeah, it was. And I didn't know quite what was going on. But you they, knew they, by the end. Yeah, but they lived in, they, they had been living in this world for so long that... They're mech warriors fighting that They didn't have to explain it because they they've lived in it for so long, but we have to discover it yeah. on our own. I liked the blend where they're like... They're guarding their crops in, in like, Oklahoma, or supposed to be Oklahoma. So, as an audience, you're introduced to a world that is familiar to you, but then it's defamiliarized with the monsters coming in, which is, I like that. It was good. I don't know if it was number two, but... Uh, and then number one, it has, this is according to this Vulture article, Zima Blue. Did you like that one? Zima Blue? No, I did not. He's the artist. See, I'm torn on that one being... I, so my favorite, I would say... I, I wanted to like it as it's going along. I like that one a lot, done, actually. Like, eh, it, it didn't do anything for me when it ended. I like that one a lot. 
I think visually it was very interesting with a lot of the motifs they were dealing with and how the story itself, I don't know. I, I need to go back and watch it again, but I that was one of the few ones where at first when I was watching it, I said, I don't know. And maybe it was because of the ones I saw before it because it, it could taint your viewing if you see a different, like if you see before the, or the yogurt took over before a serious one, I could see how that could taint because then yes. you get into that one and go, I'm kind of being jarred with now it's a serious one. And that was one where it started and it was kind of weird hand-drawn or seemed like it was. But then as it got into it and then at the end, it was one of the few ones that I kept thinking about later. And so I think that's that's one of my, probably one of my favorite ones. I would go back and watch. There's some I wouldn't rewatch because I just didn't care. Like Helping Hand, I wouldn't rewatch that. But I think that if I had to list the top two right now, I'd go back. Oh, that's uh, top three. I would go back and watch Witness, Zima Blue, and um, we just talked about it. The one with the fox. Honey, is that Good Hunting? Good yeah, hunting. I like that one too. Those are my three that I would go back. What were your students' favorites? They didn't tell me their favorites. They just said they didn't like certain the one, ones. And then like someone the said, "You, you like? see the Topher Grace one?" I said, "The Topher Grayson's one," and then I saw one. Yeah. But those would be my three. You would go back and rewatch and, re-watch and those? yeah, see if I like them as much the second time. Are you looking forward to season two? Yeah, I am. It would be nice. I don't know. This is just my opinion. Maybe not focusing as heavy on sci-fi. I know that's the point. It's Love, Death, and Robots. But I wonder if you could do. That's broad enough that you could venture off of sci-fi. Yeah, you could. You could do different genres of storytelling. I think would be neat. But knowing a bunch of animators, they all are sci-fi yeah, geeks. yeah. I get it. Yeah, I mean I understand it, but like you, you could do a whole series, which I guess it's still kind of sci-fi, but where it's um, not superheroes, but it is superheroes, like knockoff superheroes, kind of like Watchmen or something like that. Right. But yeah. not not Watchmen, but like Watchmen, that would be interesting too. But I, I don't. That was me nodding my head. You can't hear that on here, but I was agreeing with <laughs> you. <laughs> I'm nodding my head. Going, yep, yep, yep. But anyway. So a fine addition to the Netflix offering. Yeah, it was good. Cinematic it was refreshing. experiences. Would you like to see it on the big screen if they offered a, a run? Yeah, of those? I'd, I would watch it. You go in and do an anthology of them. I don't know if I'd sit and watch all of them. That's the problem. Some of them, it's good for Netflix because you could technically just skip, right? If you didn't care for it. Whereas if you were stuck in a theater, some of them I wouldn't want to sit through again, even if they're ten minutes. I, there are a couple I was just I shrugged. Eh, it was fine once through, but then some of them felt a little forced. If that makes sense, the shapeshifter ones for me felt forced. I don't know. I didn't like that one. The werewolf army rangers. I don't. I didn't care. It was interesting because I wasn't really expecting it, and they kind of are vague as to that these guys are werewolves until yeah. about two thirds of the way through. Yeah, but they then call you, them dogs, and you figure it out, and it's yeah. eh. um, the same with the secret war. That one felt just like Call of Duty to me. I don't. Even though it was monsters, but anyway. It was a nice experiment. Yeah, it was good. I liked it. It was worth it. It was worth sitting through. So I give it... Give you your grade. Give you your grade. I'm going to give the entire series a B+. Oh, that was the grade I was going to give it, Tim. I gave it a B+. Okay. That's weird that we've been giving the same grades lately <laughs> for very different reasons. <laughs> yeah. I was going to give it a B+. Some of the episodes in it are obviously A episodes, but the problem is there's some C and D ones, so that brings my average down. I guess that'd be what, then? It'd bring it down to a B. But again, overall, the whole... The, the whole experience was the good. Experience, the experiment of what they're trying to do yeah. gives them bonus points. Yeah. There you have it. There you have it. <laughs> Love, Death, and Robots. If you have any comments or questions, 
about what we've talked about on this episode, feel free to email us at podcast at persiniafilmsociety.org or contact us on Instagram or Twitter at Film. Anything else, Dustin? No, I'm good. I'm ready for the... Play some music. Boo-doo-doo-boo-doo.